What's up, guys? I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We have hundreds of weekly listeners, and I want to make sure that everyone listening is hyper aware of how I can serve them best. So if you're interested in hiring me as your life coach or hiring me as your nutritionist, or maybe you just want to get some free advice, head over to lifecoachzack.com book a free 30-minute consultation, serious inquiries only. And I would love to ask you serious, open-ended, powerful questions that are going to help you pivot your life in a better direction. Let's co-create an action plan and really step in to the greatest version of ourselves. Here's the podcast. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on the Life Coach Zach podcast today. Um, to all the people that are listening on Apple and Spotify, thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe, refer it to your friends, to the people watching on YouTube. Thank you so much for checking us out on the video. My special guests today are Devo and Lisa. They own two of the most successful photo and video agencies in the Southeast USA and are the co-owners of Sprout Connectors, a human-centered digital outreach agency with offices in Charlton and Hilton Head, the co-anchors of the popular podcast Mind Body Business as well. Both are largely considered two of the most influential digital creators in the industry. They mix an efficient blend of content savvy with a relentless creative lavishness and depth of imagination to serve you up an inspiring brand community. What's up, guys? How are you doing today? Damn, that's a mouthful. I love that long bio. It makes it sound so narcissistic. Tell me more about me. Let's talk about me. The meaning of life is to listen to our opening bio. It's me. You know, it's very, it's very rare that I have two people on at once and I'm start, I'm already liking this dynamic a lot. So tell us how you guys know each other, your relationship and how everything's been going recently. <laughs> My version or your version? <laughs> Go with yours first. I was on Instagram and Lisa was tagging me copiously <laughs> in all these photos, even though she didn't even know me. No, truthful, truthful. I was stalking her on Instagram. And mm-hmm. I, um, I dropped her a note. She had, uh, she had posted something about being in Rome recently. And I'd always wanted to be in Italy. It was a green screen. I was yeah. there. <laughs> so I dropped her. I dropped her a, just a, a rather innocuous note. I sort of mocked her a little bit. I think, yeah, as you still do. And lo and behold, she wrote me back, which you know, I'm the, for punishment. And she wasn't a Russian mail order bride that was DMing me. So I was like, I can actually engage in this conversation. <laughs> Let's do something here. And so that was how I met. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually. That's yeah. pretty pretty accurate. You slid into my DMs, and uh, it was all business. We found out you know, we're both photographers and we would talk about our business. What do you do in this situation and collaborating and which we found is, is the best way to grow your business. You collaborate with other people. You ask them questions. What are you doing in this situation? And you share information and intelligence with them. So that's what we did for almost a year. And then we started working on things together and had opportunities where people were asking us, um, can you come teach us this? Can you come talk about this? Can you be uh, a keynote speaker on, on this topic? And we're like, hey, maybe we should start a business mm-hmm. together. And the rest is history. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. And now you guys are crushing it. So what what is your strongest skill set together? You know, obviously you guys are very, really good at what you do. But what do you think is your strongest skill set? And why do you think you're able to make such an impact? Uh, I, I'll say our chemistry and the our ability to sort of read each other's minds and moves. And, and when we're when we're on set working together, we complement each other as opposed to trying to over overkill each other. Um, one of us knows when to take the lead and when to take the follow and vice versa. So there's, it really just depends upon the moment and the situation and for us to intuitively sort of pick up on that vibe 
I think would be our greatest asset as, a, as say, a unit. Was, yeah, right? I was going to say the same. You know, we do connect with people. We love connecting with people. But I think the way that we fill in the gaps. And uh, yeah, and I mostly enjoy working from behind when you're on the set. Mm-hmm. It's a good place and to I, be. And I take care of your ego <laughs> when you're on set or talking with people. I, I introduce him. He comes in with smoke and and, <laughs> and then fireworks. I, he runs in like a. <laughs> and then I get behind you. I like that. <laughs> so when uh, when it comes to business. What do you guys do? I mean, over the last three minutes, I, I, I talked a lot about your accolades, your credentials, obviously your success, but what do you guys do specifically? See, you know, there's a quote from, if you've seen the movie Office Space, what would you say you do around here? Not TPX reports. <laughs> so what would you say you do? I would say that we connect with people first and foremost, and, and uh, at the, for lack of all those long-winded uh, bio that you read, it's brand acceleration for small businesses. Got what it. we found, since I, I've personally owned, this is my fourth business that I've owned um, since uh, right out of college. Um, prior to that, you know, all my life I was an entrepreneur. Uh, Lisa's the same way. And, and what we found is not that we're necessarily a better agency, although we think we're pretty damn good at what we do. Um, we have a massive amount of experience in our space, both artistically and in business. And at the core of what we do, it's helping small business and entrepreneurs understand, especially if you're just getting started for the first time. I had to learn the ropes the hard way, which was by failure and lessons that, of mistakes. And I didn't have a mentor, that sort of thing. And we found that a lot of people are really excited about launching their brand, but don't really understand that intersection between true branding, true marketing, and actually scaling that business so that it makes sense, so it's strategic, and and it's in alignment with what their true superpowers are. And so taking all of our business skills and our ability to connect with people intuitively and visually, we're able to connect with our clients and draw their superpowers out of them and use that so that they can holistically engage with their audience, their avatar, and grow their business and their brand using social media, digital media, all sorts of different metrics. Right. And I think that space is really overwhelming now. People feel like they have to be on every platform and do everything and do it in such a grandiose way that that it stops and they end up stagnating in it and not mm-hmm. doing anything and not not giving the attention to the business that they need to do. So I think we go in there because we kind of, we watch people, we learn from people, we see what they're doing, we see what their superpowers are. We are basically creepy stalkers and we're able to bring that to the table and, and, and align them with those ways that they should be promoting themselves and giving value back to people, not mm-hmm. selling necessarily, but, mm-hmm. but giving right. value and speaking to their clients and potential clients. Well, it's, it's really no different than you're a business owner, right, Zach? So it's no different than and I'm a business owner. We outsource our work to our team. We have a team of people. So for me to be able to run the business and grow the business and be in business development and engaging with people, I can't be caught up in the weeds of all the day-to-day minutia of running the business now that we're actually working for other clients as well. So being able to stay in your lane as a CEO of your company and allow other people to yep. do the things they're really good at so that you can do the things you're really good at is really one of the key value propositions that we bring to the table so that you can run your business and we can handle all the littler things that you don't have time to necessarily or the resources to necessarily do. Right, right. So let me ask this. What do you think is the biggest problem or the most common challenge that small business owners, remote freelancers, people in the digital influencer space uh, have, have difficulty with? 
I think imposter syndrome, you hear a lot about it and it's, it's so overused, but I think it really is a legitimate thing. You, if you don't know, if you haven't branded yourself properly in the beginning, if you haven't found out what your strategy is, what your superpower is, then you kind of ebb and flow. And when you go on social media, you're seeing what other people are doing and you don't have a direction. And I think people getting their clear direction, whether it's in business or in life Mm -hmm. makes all the difference. Who are you? Why are you here? What do you want to do? What's your superpower? What do you love? What's the essence of who you are? And you put that into your life and into your business. It makes all the difference. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Sorry, sorry, Zach, I interrupted you. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? I, I agree with what Lisa said, but one thing I'd like to add to that, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I'd like to do a podcast on it, by the way. So I think imposter... Don't, don't tell him that. I think imposter, <laughs> I think imposter syndrome is legit. Like, who am I to give advice to you, Zach, right? You're a successful dude. You got a good podcast. You have a good voice. Who am I to come in and tell you that your cadence is wrong or you have your wrong platform or whatever it is that I might tell you, right? But but the problem with in value, um, um, imposter syndrome is that people don't people don't clearly know a lot of the things that I'm seeing, don't clearly know what their real superpower is and what their real value proposition is to their audience. And so because they're not clear on that subconsciously, they're sort of like, I'm not sure I have insecurity about showing up. But if you're very clear on the value that you offer, if you're very clear on what you do and you're really good at it and yeah. you are in, and you're and you're true to your form in terms of what you do and how you do it, then you're more likely to be able to overcome that imposter syndrome because you're passionate about the stuff that you're talking about. Does that make sense? Right. As opposed no, to what at least... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, and just I'm to be done. clear about imposter syndrome, is this people mimicking other people on social media, like people trying to be like someone else that they look up to or things like that? Is that what imposter syndrome is? That's one way of looking at it. I think it's it's not only that, but it's also why would anybody want to hear what I have to say? What does anybody care about me starting a podcast? Why would anybody want to care of, of what I have to say on the, over the airwaves? And so, um, and then what- Stop before they even start. Yeah. And so, or don't, yeah, exactly. Never even get going. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that that's something that I think we all struggle with. It's hard not to either compare ourselves to someone else. And it's hard to find our superpower. Like you said, like, what is that, that sincere, genuine value that is you that you're going to show to the world. And regardless, if you're trying to scale a business or just enjoy social media, people respond to authenticity. Like we know when you're faking it and we know when you're being authentic. And that's something that once I started to actually really embody, like I have so many people that I look up to in this, in the health and wellness space and in the life coaching space and in the nutritionist space that I want to be, I want to be just like Dr. Joe Dispenza. I want to be just like Ben Greenfield. I want to be just like Jay Shetty. Right. And I was like, but wait a second, why do I want to be just like them? Let me just be myself, talk about what I am passionate about because people are going to sense that passion and I'm going to be able to bring higher energy when I'm talking about things I enjoy. So I actually recently, and it's ironic that we're having this conversation, probably about nine months ago or so, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about what I know best. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about what I know best. And I don't have a specific niche. I don't have a specific niche. I'm very vague and 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 macro and when it comes to personal growth and self-development, health, wealth, fitness, personal finance, spirituality, meditation, mental health. Um, and I'm I'm kind of like the go-to jack of all trades, wear a lot of hats, which in the past, you know, it isn't isn't a great thing. People want specific things when they're when they're hiring someone. You want someone who is really strong in, in one specific thing, but 
I've been getting results. I've been getting results. And so people come to me for different things. So for me, as, as a life coach, as a nutritionist, um, as a fitness trainer, like what is some advice you would give to me to continue to scale, to continue to grow, and at the end of the day, just make a bigger impact to more people? So hearing what you hearing what you just said and you nailed it spot on in terms of what the imposter syndrome why you know it, I saw that you had um had it was Gary V's trainer or whatnot and Gary V's a big deal and his trainers must be a big deal as well so I think a lot of people are like they have social media and access to so much material and so much referenceable material now that they see all of that and they're like shit this person's a big star they've got thousands of followers they have all these people they're talking to you know like Gary V whatever I could have seen that and be like shit I don't want to show up on this podcast because this guy's a big deal and I'm just a nobody like you know that could have been my perspective so the fact that you nailed that is fantastic I I would say if your business is making money and you're kicking ass and you're achieving all the things that you want to achieve, then there's no reason to change. But I would say that if you're looking to specifically evolve your business and your brand, take a hard look at what your superpower is. Even if it's 26 different things, what are the things that bring you of fitness, of wellness, of financial advice, of coaching, of fit, um, fitness training? There's probably one or two of those that bring you more than some of the others, I would say, right? Like you could probably quantify those. So I would first be clear on what do I want my business to be in six months, a year from now, five years from now? Do I want to completely do podcasting 100% of the time? Do I prefer really being a fitness coach? Is that where I get my most passion out of being on the job? Mm -hmm. Or do I really just like being in this space where I get to work one-on-one -on -one with people and, and helping them grow their business? And I think you'll find that while you may enjoy all of those, because it sounds like you do, you're very um, excitable about it. You can see that in your voice. There's probably one or two that you really, really fucking love, right? Yeah. And I would say find what those are, really focus in on those, and be clear on the audience that's going to subscribe to those two value propositions. Like who, who does that person look like? Are they women? Are they men? Are they you know, 18 to 25-year-olds just jumping out of college? Are they this? That sort of stuff. And then that would give you sort of a clearer path to where you might want to scale that brand. That would be my first advice, I guess, yeah. if, if it's worth anything. That's a lot of advice. I, I totally agree with what well, you said, though. I think that, that people do have a really good – people have a bullshit meter now. They know when you're being true to yourself. They know when you're being you know, super salesy and spammy and all of that, and they, mm -hmm. it, it's off-putting. And I think you know, Jay Shetty, no shade on him, but do you really want to be a monk for three years? No. Like yeah. You have your own story to tell, and all the – the experiences that you have and the way that you tell your story, whether hey, this was a success, a success, this I had a hard time with. People like that. They like to connect to the the real you and the stories that you tell. So you need to have those experiences, your own experiences to kind of connect with people. I think as well, what you were saying, you know, you might not have niched down what everybody is telling you to niche down, but you need to trust your gut, don't you? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and going deep like it's, it's not saying that you don't listen to outside influences and, and coaching that people are telling you, but you really do need to intentionally trust your gut at some point. And I think through coaching and all of that, if you are mindful about things, you really do internally know what that real truth is, don't you? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just so don't important. want to bring it to light. The universe is raining down on you and you're ignoring it sometimes, but it's in there deep enough if you find it. So important. 
Or, Zach, you can just continue having podcasts like this where we get to drop names like Gary V, Jay Shetty, Joe Dispenza on a regular basis and just write on their coattails in the hashtags. <laughs> SEO hey, all of that. Hey, as long as we're making an impact helping people and making money, it doesn't matter how it happens. We're not hurting anybody. We're just helping people. And if we get compensated along the way, well, we'll give it back. You know, I, 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 I believe that the universe – puts money in people's pockets that are going to help other people and give people opportunities that, that are going to help other people. And that's why we're, we're sitting here today. We're sharing good vibes. But while, uh, while you were talking, Devo, I think I had an epiphany about what my niche is. Um, because I'm a jack of all trades, all of this is in the health and wellness space. I think that I'm just going to brand and, and I'm already pretty branded and I'm, I stay very on brand. And by the way, I stopped doing influencer deals altogether. Haven't done an influencer deal in probably two and a half years because um, I have so many products and services to sell on my end. By the way, can you guys hear me still? It looks like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, like I have so many products and services that I'm selling. I, you know, I don't want to be that sellout. I don't, and nothing against influencer deals, but it, if you don't use it, don't promote it. If I you agree. don't use it, don't promote it. And, and I've lost a lot of respect for a lot of people, especially in the whole crypto NFT space, which I'm sure you guys have seen, um, you know, people talking about these projects and time. And I'm just like, honestly, you lost all my respect because I know for a fact you did not buy that NFT. You were given it, you, you were gifted it and you're telling everyone to buy it and everyone that buys it is going to lose their money. And it's just, you know, we, we have to make sure our brand is long, long-term and sustainable over 60, 70 years, right? Like over the course of our life. And, and we have to protect our brand with everything we got. And the best way to protect it is to continuously grow, work hard, be mindful, make an impact and love what we do. But I think back to the point, sorry, I went off on a tangent. I think I'm just like a, a happiness coach. Like, and I'm not going to brand myself as like a happiness coach, but if someone were to ask me like, what do you do? I'm be like, I help people become happier. That's, that's what I do. I'm a very happy guy, but there is, you know, a, 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 a double-edged sword to that because I get sad too. No one's perfect. You know, there's days where I eat like crap. There's days where I, you know, drink alcohol. There's days where I'm not feeling my best and I'm not loyal to my commitments. And sometimes that stress, and now I'm getting even more off topic. Sometimes that stress like is really hard for me, but, um, I'm some, I have my own coach. I talk to a therapist, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm walking the walk. I don't want to just talk the talk. And, um, I think I had that epiphany while, while you were talking Devo about all of that, that, you know, I'm just here to help people be happier. But you're doing it in an honest way. Do you really want to be friends with that perfect person that has their walls up and is always pretending that everything in their life is perfect? And if Good you point. want to have a conversation with them or ask Great them, point. hey, I'm having a problem with that, you would never go to that person. Mm -hmm. That person is just, you don't get that good feeling when you're around them. You feel like a piece of crap. <laughs> well, you know, I love what you just said. I really like that. I'm, you, I'm surprised you that you said that. I'm just, no, I'm just joking. Um, I, I think that a lot of people, sorry, at least just punching me. karma right there. I, that's funny because I wanted to talk about karma in a second. Remind me. Don't steal my thunder. Um, I think a lot of people are so afraid to be unhappy. Like for real, like there's a multi-trillion dollar market for therapists who are helping people become unhappy by dosing them up with bullshit pharmaceutical drugs, by dosing them up with feel bad stories about themselves. And and like honestly, I've been to a therapist. No offense. I think there are some amazing therapists out there, but they're not necessarily in the business of getting me better because they're only coming at it from the trades and the schooling that they've learned. There are exceptions right. to this, right? But 
you know, if you can learn to be okay with the unhappiness and the solemn parts of your life and understand that, that those solemn parts and those unhappy parts are what allow you to see that there is something other, there is another side to that, the yin and the yang, right? Mm-hmm. And stop always running from the unhappy pieces. And for me, if, if happiness is your thing and you're teaching other people how to be happy, having these conversations, these honest conversations mm-hmm. with people that, you know what? Life fucking sucks sometimes, man. There are bad shit that happens on a regular basis. And just being able to acknowledge that and recognize that and be still with that horribleness sometimes enables you to push through it and work for it. And so your business yeah. model sounds great because you're sort of identifying with people and being on the level with them and meeting them where they are by sharing your own stories. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I was going to say think, something. I think I some forgot. of our unhappiness, like you've been through things, I've been through things, and those things have led to my greatest happiness. Mm-hmm. So being mm-hmm. able to to dwell on that for a little while, uh-huh. figure a way out of it, and and well move said. on. Well said. What are the highs without the lows? Yeah, absolutely. We're all humans, man. We're just trying to we're just trying to figure this shit out. We're just trying to figure this shit out, and like we'll never fully have it figured out whether it's business health relationships money you know we're always trying to scale all these things but you know lisa you said it best the m word being mindful you know if we're just right here right now doing the best we can with what we got from where we're at that's all that's all we can ask for right and uh it's tough i mean business is tough i mean yeah you know i've I've only been a coach for two years and it's going well do i want it to go better for sure i have some you know, really, really, really stellar months where I'm like, holy, did, did that just happen? And then I have months where I'm like, oh, like I need to get back on, you know, the emails. I need to start cold calling. I need to start asking for referrals. I need to, you know, so it's, you, you go in, you go in the, the highs and lows, but you can't be really happy if you've never been really sad. And sometimes leaning into those emotions and really feeling them is the only way you're going to get through it. And the only way you're going to be happier when you get through the dark, right? Absolutely. That well and emotional eating sometimes helps. Uh, you know, chocolate is always good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny because yeah. Lisa is a really good cookie baker. <laughs> and last night we had some emotional eating where she made cook- chocolate chip cookies with Heath Bar. After your mixed with veg- vegetable dinner. <laughs> mixed and then, with an ice cream sandwich and in between. A nice oh, fire. Yep. My gosh. Dude, you missed it. I, I want to I talk party. about one more thing. One more thing. I want to talk about mental health. I want to talk about... Some of the things, my question is going to be this for you guys. What is in each of you guys, what is your one mental health self-care strategy or tactic that you do on a daily or weekly basis that is non-negotiable for you that has yielded the best results? A morning routine. And and that being mm. whatever your morning routine morning is. Routine. So, shut up. <laughs> so... For most of the time in the last while, it's been yoga in the mornings. And we, when we're not together, we do yoga online together. We Zoom and we do yoga and having, you know, a partner that, that is in with you. But doing it alone as well, doing meditation. The other day, though, I realized I hadn't been doing enough cardio. Did some cardio in the morning and it totally changed my vibe. Not, love, yes, for love one thing. Yoga. That's like seven you just no, rolled out with. But but being mindful again of yeah. what your body needs. If, you know, Moving. yoga is great, but that movement sometimes getting out, there's, there's days that I just need to get out and get a walk in. And I live in a, a nice neighborhood that I can get out all the time and have that freedom, but sometimes just getting out in mother nature too. So having those spaces yeah. that will totally change your, your mind and um, mm-hmm. 
get you going in that happiness. Some yeah. morning, a, a good morning routine that involves mm -hmm. movement. I love mm -hmm. that. Love that. What about you, Devo? I, I would say there's two things that are non-negotiable for me. It's mindful eating. Mm. Uh, we try mm. to eat really healthy. You you are a product of what you eat, right? You become what you eat. So I don't think a lot of people understand that, and I certainly did not understand that. But um, if you if you start thinking about how you consume food, not only should you be mindful of where the food comes from, but you should also be mindful that literally as you eat food, it's cellularly broken down, digested into your bloodstream, and it becomes part of your DNA. So mm -hmm. if you're eating bullshit like Chick-fil-A every day or McDonald's or whatever it is, you know, it's no accident that you feel like shit and that our yes, cancer rates and our disease rates are skyrocketing. It's because we eat like assholes. Yeah. And the other piece of it would be um, just constant being some sort of movement, physical exercise. I make it a goal to make it to some sort of physical movement, whether playing soccer with my chums, working out in the gym, or doing yoga with this um, sweet piece thing next to me. Uh, just sort of having movement three to four times a week for me. It's non-negotiable. Yeah. Love you that. You also are such a reader. You invest your brain in um, a lot of time reading some good thought-provoking things mm -hmm. and journaling. Mm -hmm. You are a relentless journaler. So there you go. Thanks. I'm Amazing. Humbled. I'm going to break What's... into that journal and see what you're writing about me. Uh, oh, uh -oh. Salacious, salacious things. <laughs> <laughs> She did not do my laundry. <laughs> Dear diary, tonight. My, yeah. My favorite mental health, I mean, maybe not my favorite, but my daily non-negotiable is my meditation practice. It really just slows me down, helps me stay grounded. We use this term grounded. Like, what does grounded mean? I mean, for me, it's like, yo, the world's spinning. On, we're on this rock in outer space and nothing actually matters. So I'm going to live freely. I'm not going to get stressed. It really just reduces my stress levels, I guess. I'll just get right to the end of it. Meditation helps me reduce my stress levels. And not that I'm a very stressful person. Like I, I can't even think of something that stresses me out. I have zero stress in my life. Thank God. Um, but I also feel like I'm intentional about preventing anxiety and depression. Like I'm not just lucky that I'm not stressed. Like I just, I, I do the right things. I eat healthy. I fast, I exercise. I mean, I do Ironman triathlon, so I'm exercising twice a day, right? I do a meditation uh, exercise practice every single day. I drink a ton of water, right? And, you know, I try not to compare myself to other people. I actually recently unfollowed a lot of people on Instagram and I muted. I, I got my follower count down to like 450. Um, at one point, it was like 2,800. Now I only follow 450 people and I muted 90% of them. So the That's only brilliant. the only content that is consumed into my brain is personal growth, spirituality. I mean, I don't even follow like the the big time. I, I I muted Tony Robbins. I muted Jay Shetty. Like I'm just I'm trying not to consume any content. I want to be cre a creator, and these two phones right here are to put out content, not to consume content. So I think mm -hmm. that, and I and I talked about it, and I'm going to do a whole podcast uh, YouTube video, potentially a whole series on, on the importance of being hyper aware of the content that you're consuming. And when I started to unfollow people, like mainly the Jake Pauls of the world that, you know, are just, and, and, and famous, why am I following famous people? Like, what, what do I get from following? So, so that I think, and I'm, the only reason I'm telling you on this podcast is because I really encourage everyone else out there to be hyper aware of the content that you're consuming. Don't spend more than 20 minutes on Instagram, social media day, unless you have to. And if you are spending time on social media, it's because you're producing, you're creating and not entertaining and consuming, right? Can you guys agree with that? 
I 100% agree with that. I just did a keynote on health, having a healthy relationship on social media, and one of the key benefits oh, was nice. setting a timer around that, unfollowing people that don't add any value to your consciousness. And also, dude, turn off the TV. Like, honestly, yeah. the problems we are in in today's space is because everyone gets their news from the television. It's, it's not left or right. It's not conservative, Democrat. That's just a bunch of bullshit. They all work for the same people. Turn off the TV. Yeah. It's biased information designed to separate us for, as a humanity, designed to give us nothing but fear-based propaganda. Turn uh-huh. off your TV. Turn Couldn't off your TV. Couldn't but, agree but that's more. the thing, though. We, you know, Everybody's looking for a quick fix. So it's either social media, it's either the TV, or all the things that you're not doing. You're doing the things like the, the tried and true. People know those things, but they, they want that quick fix. They want to mm-hmm, make a million right. dollars every week by mm-hmm. working two hours a day right. and not having to do anything else. Uh-huh. And and it's it's meditation, mindfulness, healthy eating, you know, filling your brain with, with knowledge and learning, continual learning is all of those things. Amazing. Thank you so much, Lisa. Devo, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on the Life Coach Act podcast today. If you're Listening on Apple and Spotify, go ahead and check out Lisa and Devo. Um, I don't have your handles pulled up right now. What are, where can everyone check you out at if they're listening on Spotify or, or uh, Apple Podcasts? It's the Mind Body Business Podcast, and you okay. can find that on iTunes and Spotify. If you're trying to find us on the Sprout side of things, it's Sprout Connectors. Beautiful. And Lisa individually is Lisa Staff Photo, right? Mm-hmm. Please tell me you're st- you're following me though, right? You haven't muted me in your Instagram, <laughs> yeah, right? I I, I have to <laughs> double check like, uh... on that because I got to make <laughs> right. sure I do follow you. To all the yeah. people that are that are watching on YouTube, thanks so much for sticking around. I'm gonna drop all the links to all Devo and Lisa's social below. That way, if you're watching on YouTube, you can connect to them very easily. Their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram, their Pinterest. Um, and all good things like that. You guys, thank you so much again for your time today. It's been nothing short of an absolute pleasure. I want a pleasure. I want to wish you guys all the health, wealth, success, and happiness for you, all your friends and your family this year. It's going to be a good one. Let's stick to the plan and let's keep moving the needle forward. Awesome, Zach. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so, so much.